So Apple said, those numbers are no more. If you don't listen to, I think it's five episodes in a row, they take those numbers off. You know what? And that's smart. It is very smart. Super smart because it's such bullshit to say, oh, I have a lot of listeners. Really? Because Joey doesn't give a shit about us. It's not about saviors anymore. No. It's about all these other podcasts. We're like, oh, we get 10 million downloads. The fuck you do? Right. And you should, you know, sponsor our show because we get 10 million downloads. Oh, a thousand percent. So we the advertisers out, are know? like, hmm, mm. we got some shit to think about here. Y'all been ripping us off. I bet you people are pissed. Yeah. What's the silver lining here? analytics vanity metrics wrong i don't know okay thank you there's you had a way to go yeah but yeah no, no, okay, no, no. i just good. i saw where you were going with that and i was just gonna cut yeah, you yeah. off like you're missing that's, the point that's good silver lining is this. i knew that was gonna happen by the way here's the silver lining you and i have been devastated mm. devastated emotionally yeah socially spiritually and at times for you in particular physically yeah because we didn't have the numbers mm-hmm that some of these other really shitty podcasts yeah. have. Yeah. Yeah, before we get started, I do want to thank our sponsors, Kirkland Sparkling Water. Kirkland. When you need some water that sparkles and fizzes, Kirkland's a great... Oh, fuck it. <laughs> They're not sponsoring us. Yeah. They should. I mean, after that, right? Like, I mean, how would anybody want to sponsor us? Yeah. You well, know, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that we should just start a few shell companies, okay? Yeah. And then those shell companies can sponsor us. And really what we're doing is we're setting those up to essentially launder money through from our regular businesses. We purchase products and services mm. and then we uh sponsor this show awesome so the fbi has now tapped our podcast oh the fbi has done tap that podcast our... i've got family members in there <laughs> they've been listening to me for years it's good stuff i'm surprised my cousin yeah. hasn't arrested me yet it's too bad apple screwed everybody and took their numbers down you see that no so you know you have an iphone i like do thank most you most reasonable people do yeah it's actually recording me right now that's right <laughs> there it is hey yeah so that case is not Apple that certified. case is, no, it's, it's a heavy case, <laughs> okay. but it's great. Yeah, bulletproof. Elon approved. Maybe. Okay, so you would follow a podcast, subscribe to a podcast. They call it follow now. Right. And then what would happen is the settings were automated to automatically download a podcast. So if you were a oh, yeah. savers of the metaverse. Right, which listener, eats up tons of space. Yeah, it's a lot so of space. Stupid. It's so yeah. good. Okay, automatically downloads. Right. Well, let's say Joey from... Jupiter, Florida. Yeah. Is a big, big shout out to Joey. Thanks for all Joey your support, all your comments. Subscribes to so many podcasts. He does. A lot of podcasts. He does. He's admitted that. He's, he's a, getting help. Actually, from Cleveland. So he's a big Browns fan. So he listens to all the Browns podcasts. He's so, a little depressed right now. He's a lot depressed. It's, yeah. He lives in a perpetual state of depression. Go so ahead. he forgets that Saviors of the Metaverse is a show of choice. You know, it's one of his shows. So he. Yeah, that's what brings him happiness. But he doesn't listen anymore. But he does listen because Apple says this is going back in time Ooh. the downloads are happening Ooh! and every show that comes out one we get one listener second show comes out two listeners three four so all of a sudden how many downloads do you have a lot of downloads because joey and all the joeys around the world there's a lot of do that yeah they weren't actually listening to our show so apple said those numbers are no more if you don't listen to f- i think it's five episodes in a row 
they take those numbers off. You know what? And that's smart. It is very smart. Super smart because it's such bullshit to say, oh, I have a lot of listeners. Really? Because Joey doesn't give a shit about us. It's not about Saviors anymore. No. It's about all these other podcasts. We're like, oh, we get 10 million downloads. The fuck you do? Right. And you should, you know, sponsor our show because we get 10 million downloads. Oh, a thousand percent. So the advertisers out, are yeah. like, hmm, mm. we got some shit to think about here. Y'all been ripping us off. I bet you people are pissed. Yeah. What's the silver lining here? Analytics, vanity metrics. Wrong. I don't know. Okay, thank you. There's you had a way to go. Yeah, but yeah, no, okay. no, no. I just yeah. I saw where you were going with that and I was just gonna cut yeah, you yeah. off. Like you're missing that's, the point. That's good. Silver lining is this. I knew that was gonna happen, by the way. Here's the silver lining. You and I have been devastated. Mm. Devastated. Emotionally. Yeah. Socially. Spiritually. And at times for you in particular, physically. Yeah. Because we didn't have the numbers. Mm-hmm that some of these other really shitty podcasts yeah. have. Yeah. Like the Joe Rogan Experience, probably the shittiest podcast out there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding, of course. Love the show. You and Joe. Especially since Another he's... Joe, by the way. Oh, yes, absolutely. He's a big fan of ours, too. Yeah. Which, by the way, like, and we will jump into this, you know how we were talking about UAPs way back when we started this? Uh, I was talking about, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at you. having them on Somehow, the show Apple Podcasts, I'm just UAPs, saying, I'm a futurist. Yeah. I'm way ahead of the curve. I got it. You know? I got you. Yeah. No, yeah. We'll talk about that later. It's great. Okay. So, you know, big yeah. shout out to Joe and, you know, mm. all these weird guests that he has that I truly appreciate. So anyway, what's good for us here is that I think we can say with little to no confidence that uh, we have a lot of listeners. It's just not verifiable. Mm. Yeah. I mean, is that... I don't know. Uh, that's going to come back to haunt me. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Well, it goes to the point of like, I don't even know, man. I knew this was a problem before. No one would go in and change their settings to automatic downloads. This is happening. This is a while ago. And they, yeah. And then I think the phones actually did change that. I mean, I had done that a long time ago. Yeah. But I think when as they come out with new models, they just, it's like the default system. So I've always thought these podcast numbers were like, they're just not right. Right. And they're different. And I know for a fact, it does not record all the listens because I'll go listen so let's say there's a show and I can see that those downloads aren't coming through. Downloads do not equate to actual listens. I don't download any podcasts. No, it's, it's, like, you know. it's the same thing. So how many listeners do you have per month? It's a download. So the download counts as a full listen. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. A listen is just like, it's the same thing. So you just like, it's listens. So Apple's now going to listens. Yeah. True listens. True listens, not downloads. I say true in the sense of like, I guess, how many apps are there? that play podcast. Right. Do they all report their numbers accurately? No, Do they get it into no. The numbers no, change. It's horseshit. Yeah. yeah. It's like supplements. So think about these advertisers. Totally yeah. Go ahead. Think about these advertisers. I'm thinking about them right Flavanols. now. Flavanols. The Flavanols? Cocoa Flavanol. How do you say oh, it? I don't know. Not Tell either. me more. Yeah. I'm intrigued. Yeah, yeah. Chocolate, about- you know, like dark chocolate's good oh, for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. you can take dark chocolate in the form of powder, you shake, whatever. You can take yeah. a pill. It's or like injection. A capsule or an, I guess, cocoa injection. Why not? Yeah. I mean, go ahead. I'm sorry. Up your butt. I don't know. Is that what it go? Don't be Just, gross. I don't know. Don't be, don't be scientifically inaccurate. No, they say that's faster. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. See, we get, yeah. <laughs> we true. administer all that's... of our supplements rectally because yeah. they just absorb quicker, not because yeah. we're, we're weird. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But that was I am thinking now though about designing a supplement Ooh. that is only administered rectally. Yeah. Which would be a real niche market. Cocoa, we're talking it about. It could be cocoa. It could be. Because it's the same color. Don't be, man, you are so immature. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking, if we talk about supplements long enough, we'll get... Supplement. No, we'll get sponsors. Yeah. 
Like, was it the A1 Greens? The, companies that the A1 are, Greens are everywhere. AG1. AG1, thank you. Hear them all the time. Do you ever take that? I've never taken AG1. Would you take it? Sure. If AG1 called you up and said, 100%. we want Okay. Should we call them up? Let's give them a ring. All right, Matthew, call AG1 up, see. Get it done. They're going to ask you, how many downloads, how many listens have you had last month? And then we can say, you have heard about what's been going on with Apple. Right. That the vast majority of these podcasts don't even get a fraction yeah. of the listens that yeah. they've been reporting. So we get about 10 million a month. I heard, yeah. I heard <laughs> a show I listened to. They even talked about it. They mm-hmm. said, we were in, in September of yes. this year. They looked at their numbers. They're like, this is something I said. What did I do? Do they not care anymore? Mm-hmm. Come to find out, those listens they were getting before weren't yeah. real. Well, there's always a way to, to game the system, right? So if it comes down to actual listens, all I have to do is just round up a handful of people in my neighborhood. <laughs> check it out. All just day long. hit this, hit play. That's what I'm saying. Let it I roll. know you can do that. People like, yeah. I'm going to oh, do that. shit. I was, I'm okay. going to do that. There's a host that we're talking about. They have a podcast and they wanted to come join our network. So good. Oh, right. Congrats, Very, man. Yeah. Pull up their podcast. No, it's not about that. I'm not looking for congrats because it's no, 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 a no, different I'm saying, ending. Like that, but in all seriousness, okay. I know I should have, you know, we have a lot of fun with this yeah. here, but you building out a podcast network is an aspiration. And yeah. so it's gotten to the point now where you have so much that's on there that people are reaching out like, hey, I yeah. want to be a part of this network. Yeah. That's a good thing. You're not having to invite people. Yeah. Thank here you. We are. Yeah. It's probably because of this show. It's probably because of me. Yeah. Don't worry about Keep it. Keep going. I'm done. You're good. Okay. For now. So this guy has a show. So I go look at a show on Apple. I'm like, I don't remember the numbers. Who doesn't have a show? Exactly. Go for it. But it's live. It's happening. Okay. It's consistent. A lot of shows. Yeah. Like many hundreds of episodes. 540 something reviews. I'm like, shit. Like, you know, it's all five stars. So he's like, mm, not everyone. When you get that high, yeah. you should probably have some fours in there. Four and a half. Unless you're amazing. Unless you're just that go good. Ahead. I get what you're he's saying. He's pretty good. Yeah. But he's not because there's no written reviews. And so I come to find out, I start asking questions, uh, like who's managing the show, who's doing all this stuff. So a lot of it's virtual overseas, nothing wrong with overseas, nothing. virtual, all that kind of stuff at all. I'm just saying like talking, asking some numbers and like, they really couldn't give me good answers. Right. I totally game that system. Those oh, yeah. reviews are all fake. Talked to another show and I said, how did you get these ratings on Apple and Spotify? And I just flat out asked them because yeah. I didn't, I was trying to talk them out of working with us. Yeah. I was like, did you just game the system for a while? And they were kind of silent. And they came back and they said, yeah, yeah. Like, it's kind of old. Because they had to be honest. Because I was being super transparent on our end about what we had. But I could tell that their shit was fake. So their whole thing, and I could see, like, they're not going to work with us. I didn't want them to. Because the whole thing was, like, make-believe. Right. Which I like make-believe. It would be interesting to see some hard numbers on. In the fictional world, not in the real world. Yeah. Like, Joey from Jupiter is a great guy. No, he is. He is a great guy, you know. A lot of people can identify with him. Yeah. Especially being a Browns fan living in Florida. Yeah. He's, you know, stuck in a spot that I'm kind of stuck in, which is I became a Tampa Bay fan only because of, Mm. you know, Baker Mayfield, because that's my guy. He always will be. And the Panthers just got his offensive coordinator. Man, they are going (laughs) to eat him up and spit him out. Yeah. Yeah. Dave Canales is great. And I was like, oh, why would you go and kill your career by working for the Carolina? Who was going to hire him? He doesn't need to be hired. He could stay in Tampa. But what if they have a bad year? That's how it works, though, in the NFL. Like they had a second, great year. I know, but like, so he comes back. Sure. He's a Tampa offensive coordinator. Yeah. And some reason, Baker just got a little bit Don't ahead of his skis. Just I'm shut sorry. your mouth. Not going to happen. He didn't work flawless. out. Okay. <laughs> they have a bad, they have a shitty season. Okay. Offensive coordinator's not a hot name anymore. So sure. you have to strike while the iron's hot. Yeah. But this just feels like a downward. I agree. But you're the head coach. You're one of 32 
you oh, you have to take it. Yeah, that's true. Because now you've experienced, so now He's you good. can go back. You can go backwards. It's hard to go back. You can go backwards from head coach to offensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah. So if you suck as offensive coordinator, you're now the tight ends coach. Congratulations. Right. Well, I mean, Jim Schwartz, who came to the Browns, created like what he did with the Browns defense. Now, yeah. the last playoff game, that is completely contrary to who they were yeah. in the season. That's your boy CJ, though. My boy. CJ's, he's, he's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, he, no he doubt. tore that shit up. Oh my God. Well, and honestly, I didn't First even half. finish the game. I yeah. just was watching it. And what was clear to me was like, it's not that, I mean, and I'm not trying to take anything away from Texas. They did great. Yeah. But the Browns essentially just, I, honestly, they just didn't prepare. I think they just came like, well, we stomped the shit out of them last time. Right. We're going to do it again. CJ yeah. Stroud, fine, whatever. Yeah. You know? And they didn't change anything up. I don't think they prepared. They came in just looking like, yeah, yeah man, no, we what got were they this. doing, you think, that week? Well, they were sitting out, remember? Video I mean, games or some shit? No, uh-huh. probably just resting. I mean, but sometimes, you know, again, this is nah, just... I get it. That's sometimes, like, when you're just sitting back and you're trying to recover and rest, you know, you get out of the groove. Yeah. Even uh, in a week and a half. I mean, you need to rest your guys. But I think they kind of came in cocky, like they were looking to the next game. They were looking yeah. to the Ravens. Yeah. Which I do think the Browns could have beat the Ravens. Yeah. And I was rooting for the Texans to beat up on the Ravens, yeah. by the way. That was a tough matchup for them, I think. Oh, Yeah. yeah. But sorry, no shame in what how they lost. That's when you it. got a mobile quarterback like Lamar Jackson, yeah, I mean, um, he's just a machine. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I've said that. For, I remember watching, you know, 2020, 2021, when the Ravens were just stomping the shit out of the yeah. Browns. Yeah, it was really just Lamar Jackson beating them. That was it. I mean, he scored most of their touchdowns. I got news for you though, right now. What's that? You know, how Joey from Jupiter was not yeah. listening to our show anymore. Yeah, one of his buddies just texted him. Oh wow! This is live. This is like as he's listening to the show. This is so good. So this is really good. Yeah. She said, dude, your boys are back. Yeah. They haven't recorded in a little bit. I know. Here we are. Talking about the Browns. Yeah. And Joey, I know you're sad. Right. You're a little depressed right now. Right. But you got to tune in. I got some good news. Your favorite co-host, Jared. Yep. Here he is. is. talking. He's a little depressed too. Yeah. So misery loves company. Joey from Jupiter. Jared from Jarlet. Jarlet? Yeah, because J and J. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Nice. I yeah. like how you forced that Charlotte, one. Charlotes. That was yeah. really good. It was over force, yeah. Okay. That was so, good. Yeah. Hey, why not force I'm it? I'm not a comedian, but you know. That's all right. You're getting better. Fictional. Yeah. This is the metaverse show. You're a fictional comedian. Should probably be the multiverse show. I think that's more interesting, especially since you informed me the other day. In fact, let's go ahead and look at this. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, I would like to. Yeah, can we just talk Please, about this? Thank you. Yeah, we have two guys on the set. Two on guys the screen. with iPad yeah. Pros with you know. Now I got a colorful keyboard and everything. Mm. This is really Ooh, great. Look at that. Can you change the colors? I can't. It does it on its own. Wow. Actually, it's voice activated. If you play music, does the colors like bounce with it? You know what I mean? Like that's a great question. That's a good question. I guess we could find like out. A disco. I doubt it. I don't think that'll happen. Yeah. You know. Let's not waste our time. Let's not do that. But yeah. I will say I am interested in looking at this up zucks yep so mark zuckerberg yeah zucks just showed up by the way you're looking on my tiktok Ditches. yesterday he's the talking metaverse. about how there was no girlfriend in the movie the social network how they made the whole movie about that girl that wasn't real what hollywood couldn't understand how zucks didn't have zucks a- they said the facebook was built because he wanted to get girls he's like they just Hollywood can't understand that in Silicon Valley, yeah. they just want to build shit. <laughs> right. And Hollywood's like, there's no way yeah. you want to do this for something else. He's like, I actually just wanted to build it. I'm not on Team Zucks. I know you are, but I just want to give you that. So as you're searching Zucks in the metaverse. Your loss is all I can say. Yeah, your loss. Or, I mean, the company's fucking name is Meta, but. Interesting. Okay. So I put in Mark Zuckerberg ditches the metaverse and the first article that comes up is from The Verge. When was this? Mm. This says Mark Zuckerberg can't quit the metaverse. <laughs> can't quit it. Yeah. So when is this from? Yeah, it's probably this March was from 23. Too long. September 23. That's not that bad. That's no, not that long ago. Yeah. 
Yeah. So that would have been Q3. He still hasn't given up on the metaverse. He just shifted how he talks about it. He once focused on the metaverse as a completely digital new world. Now he aims to convince the public that the future is a blend of the digital and the physical, which wouldn't be the metaverse. So think about this. So you're like, that's augmented reality. Yeah. I still think there's aspects of it, whether it's like the metaverse, it's and more like if you want to learn about an area. Sure. You can go on Google Maps and you can walk the yeah. streets. Yeah. I know my dad's doing this for his book. He's never been to Yemen, so he wants to know what Yemen's Now's like. Now's not the time to go. No, don't Now's not the time to now. go. Okay, it's not good to go to Yemen on any day. But anyway, okay, London. You want to like walk the streets of London. You yeah. can do that through Google Maps. But That's imagine if you can put your goggles on and then put yourself there and be like, okay, this is You can cool. do that. Yeah, you can walk around the hotel. Is it safe? Yeah. Whatever. How close am I if I'm in Paris to the Eiffel Tower? Like, whatever, right? Like... You want to go to Jupiter. You want to be like, how close does Joey live to the beach? You know, that kind of stuff. So you can oh, walk Oh, Jupiter, it. Florida. I thought you were about the planet because I would like to go to the planet. That's another conversation. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you put your goggles on and you can go explore that. I guarantee you they have that shit for Mars. And you Mars. don't get burned up. Do I really want to live on fucking Mars? Do I, I want to buy wants... real estate on Mars? No, that was the question. I that watched was. that clip. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I asked you the question. you like, stupid fucking investment. It, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But now you can really answer that question with facts, with data. Because you could say, I was there in right. the metaverse. But I was there and I looked around and I didn't see beachfront property in fucking Mars, so I'm out. Right. Well, here's the other thing too. How could you buy real estate on Mars? And let's just say you did. Yeah. That thing is going to be tied up in court litigation. Oh, fuck. Because who owns the plants? Like, and then let's Anybody. say we discover, oh, oh, no, no, wait, wait. And it can be more ridiculous. Let's say we do find dormant life buried well beneath mm. the surface of Mars. Mm. It's not even sentient as far as we can tell. Yeah. But there will be a group of humans, a group of humans that will advocate on the part of non-sentient <sighs> bacteria and saying, this is their planet. You uh, can't buy real estate on somebody else's planet. That's yeah. a violation of their rights. Yeah. And then it's just going to be we jargon. We send those people to Jupiter. We should. And they would probably go looking for sentient life yeah. or bacteria. I don't know. God, those people suck. Well, I think they have found signs of life on one of Jupiter's moons or Saturn's moons. Oh, I oh, suck at this. That's okay. You know what? Hey, check it out. But hey, look, I got a, I got a, you know who we should have on? Mike Aim. This is why we do the show. Yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Fuck him. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. He's a fucking arrogant idiot. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nope, not Jesus. happening. If you're watching, Neil. God. You like that? I came at you hard, dude. Yeah. I don't know if like Deshaun Watson or Neil deGrasse Tyson, like either one. Oh, I would never game. react that way to Deshaun Watson. I mean, yeah. I'm not a big fan. Insignificant to but you. Deshaun yeah. is not an arrogant okay. fuck uh, who thinks he's got the answer to everything. Shit. Neil deGrasse Tyson is. God, I, okay, sorry. You look. can think that way, but that was like violent. I know. Jeez. Should we do that one again? No. Need it. That's that real. I was really interested in I seeing like this the reaction. Game. I want to like, give this you names. Fun, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. This is good, man. It's like I'm like a monkey in a cage, you know? It's like throw a banana, I'm good. Throw a rock. Neil deGrasse, it's just like, it's got some wisdom. That's all. I don't know. What do you think of the guy who wrote Cosmos? Um, drawn a blank. You're talking about it's uh, good stuff, dude. Uh, we have the book. Oh shit! Yeah, I know mm. this is bad. Hold on here. No, no. So, in all seriousness, and thanks, and let me uh, let me clarify. No, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, tell me about him. He's a smart guy, but he's because I've watched a lot of his stuff. He's incredibly arrogant and lacks curiosity, and he thinks he has the answer. All of his perspectives, like, you know, there are plenty of other physicists and scientists out there that feel the same way. They're just like, he's... I get it. He's not a practice. He, he, like, he does not... He's in the world. He's in the media world. It's like a doctor. 
It's like a doctor who thinks yeah. they've got all the answers just because they're the it's one you see exactly. on TV yeah. doesn't make them the best one. But 100%. we think that's the guy. Because, now, like, would I hang out with him, of course, be on the show? Of course, I wouldn't come in him hard like that. That was yeah. more for you. Yeah. You know, for effect things. Yeah. But, Interesting. I mean, you know, in Carl truth, Sagan, by the way. Carl Sagan's great. Yeah. 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 I mean, he also wrote, was it The Demon Haunted World? I don't know. He's got some interesting stuff. Yeah. No, there's all kinds of folks out there. Now, Neil deGrasse Tyson, I'm not really interested in anything he has to say. Anybody who's just so, he's kind of epitomizes the arrogance of the expert class. Yeah. You know, and again, I say this a lot. Look, I'm an expert in my field. Learn from him, though, a little bit. No. Oh, yeah. I learn stuff from everybody all the time. I'll listen to what he has to say. And a lot of it is like, oh, yeah, no, that's, you know, that makes sense. But then when he's presented with a problem, you know, in particular around the whole UAP phenomenon is one. He's also gone, you know, wild on vaccines and COVID. And it's just like, I mean, it's just like a mouthpiece. Like, uh, here we go. You've gotten both of them in today, haven't you? Well, I'm just saying like this, I get man, it. for me, it's not so much about like, oh, these guys. And it's just the arrogance. We just need more humility in leaders. We just do. And there needs to be more trust in, in the general population that we can handle the truth. Mm-hmm. We can do that. We can. And it's okay to admit that you don't have all the answers. It's fine to do that. Yeah. Right. Because the worst thing, I mean, just look back to when Donald Trump was elected the first time, right? He's running again. So, oh, that's a futurist comment right there. Oh, man. The first time. I'm just saying, you just told us what the answer is. But, well, first, you know, so when he was running for president, what was it about him that, I mean, there was a whole ton of Obama voters that voted for him. I mean, so he was appealing across the board to people of various political persuasions. You know, obviously not the extreme left, but he was appealing to a whole lot of people that were not fans of the Republican Party. Yeah. Why was that? Hillary. Well, sure. There is that element. Yeah. Hillary's always been very disliked. You wonder why sometimes, you know. Well, no, but I mean, a lot of it, you know, growing up early, you know, in the 90s when, you know, there's a lot of history there. I mean, she was demonized from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Some of it, I think, is just mythology. But then, you know, a lot of it's just her own doing of shady things and whatnot, as all politicians do. Yeah. But Trump appealed to folks because he just, even as inarticulate and obnoxious as it could be, he just was honest. I mean, again, that's it's ironic because the guy's a pathological liar, too. You know, he just makes shit up. Yeah. <laughs> all the time. But he was just telling people, like, hey, this is what I'm thinking. You knew what he was thinking. There was this twisted sense of transparency that he wasn't blowing smoke up your ass, you know, even mm. if he was. He was coming across as like, look, I'm just telling you how it is. This is the swamp. All these people here take advantage of the same. Like he was saying stuff that the general population knows and gets so tired of politicians saying the opposite or just paying lip service to something. But as soon as they get elected, they're owned by the establishment, the, the lobbying class. I mean, that's how the system runs. Yeah. So I bring that all back to say that when you have people, when there's a crisis or there's something big, listen to experts, definitely, but don't just take their word for it and treat them like they're saints or they're some type of God who can't make any mistakes, especially when they admit to lying to you multiple times. The fact is that, like Fauci's whole argument for not telling the truth early on, this is why you're still in the Trump administration too, and he continued to do this. He would say, well, I just don't think the public, you know, can, like, if I say we need to get to 90% vaccination or immunity, you know, maybe all we need is 60, but I put the number higher so that we can ensure we hit that because I don't think the public would take action if they knew it was only 60%, you know, stuff like that. To me, that's just incredibly arrogant. 
And the problem with all that for me is not the individual, but it's the, it's the complete you know, squandering of any kind of trust when there does need to be a collective response, a national response. We don't trust the health establishment. We don't trust the expert class. We don't trust any of those folks, right? Yeah. Because they were so certain, trust us, don't think for yourself, don't do your own research. Oh, you're going against this narrative. You're a conspiracy theorist. You're, you know, being banned from these social media platforms. Then come to find out most of that stuff was true. You know, it's just ridiculous. It's comical and really sad because, you know, there will be a national response needed at some point again. Yeah. And they squandered all of that. Yeah. I mean, so much so that Davos's theme, you know, the World Economic Forum this year is, uh, was it restoring trust? Mm. So it's very clear, like nobody fucking trusts of anything not. that any no. of them have to say. And to no. me, that's the ultimate tragedy. So bringing it back to Neil deGrasse Tyson, he's harmless. I was going to say. He's harmless. Yeah. He's entertaining. He's done great things for the field, certainly. But I do think he is incredibly arrogant, which just makes him look really ignorant. God. That's what it comes down to. I just, that's amazing. Yeah. I wonder how many, like, what's the longest rant you can go on yeah. with a name that I just drop and you just like, that was like a good seven minutes, I think. And, yeah. And it wasn't even about him the whole time. No, because it's not about him. Yeah. You know, like as a person, it's more like, yeah. you, like when you see Neil deGrasse Tyson, I don't see Neil deGrasse Tyson and go, as a human being, he's terrible. I don't know him as a human being and I like to give human beings the benefit of the doubt. Mm. As the personality nice of Neil deGrasse Tyson in the media, yeah. he's just arrogant as shit, which makes him look ignorant. Yeah. You know, like he has done some great things, but he just says a lot of, you know, matter of fact stuff that he doesn't know anything about. You know, yeah, that's the hard thing I think with, uh, not he's celebrity, right? Yeah, in many he ways, is, he is. With those individuals because they have the mic. Like everyone yeah. has the mic now. Anyone can go have a mic, but I mean, like, has a mic with an actual people know his name. They follow him. They listen to him. You see him on YouTube, TV. Right. Shows up on interviews, like, Absolutely. all the time. Yeah. Just because that person is in the limelight doesn't make them the person for you or for our general public. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That's what's so weird about it. Yeah. But everyone does have a mic. I don't know, man. Like, yeah, it's tough. It's a tough time. And I heard this, you know, NPCs, right? Not Video players. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot to be said there. Like we live in the simulation. My man. There's a lot of NPCs out there. 100%. Because they've been programmed to say and believe certain things based on what a Neil deGrasse Tyson says, a Joe Rogan says, a Donald Trump says, right. a Joe Biden says, yeah. a CNN says. Yeah. And so they just go through it and you're like, you talk to them and you're like, I'm not having a conversation with a human. I'm talking to someone who is programmed by all of these other people to think and behave and act and respond a certain way. I know. It's yeah. fucking crazy. When you hear that explain, you're like, shit. As NPCs, like you show up in the store in the video game and that guy's always there, whether it's two in the morning or six PM at night. Yeah. He's got the same lines every time. You're like, well, maybe we are. Sure. You know, I'm a fan of simulation theory and delving. <laughs> but it into doesn't it. it could just be Hold NPC up. program. Yeah. Holy shit, I just said delving. You could be that guy. I could be an AI. The problem is people I've asked people, I'm like, you used the word delve. Yeah. Like on your own. And right. they don't really use GPT. Yeah. So I was like, man, that word was there, but I feel like ChatGPT ruined it for everybody. Like, you can't use the word Delve. I'm like, right. if you use it, I just assume. Immediately, that's a GPT output. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just weird. said it. Yeah. Remember we talked about that? Like, so you know what word I change it to? So it says. Dive. It, well, you could do, nah, dive, dive. Is, is so obvious. Explore. So you have to change the. Too many syllables. Preposition. 
So many syllables. Yeah, it's explore. Sorry. That's a Carl Sagan word. So much to discover. Well, you know, no, yeah. that's good. Uh, it's so good. Carl Sagan was a legit guy. Yeah. I like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So NPCs, programs, people. Like, well, think of this, man. It, just because they have them. Yeah. Falls into a couple of things. I mean, all of human history, you know, human advancement has come through. We tell great stories. Yeah. We give meaning to things that, you know, at least just on the surface may not have meaning. So there's a lot of unseen power that's in that. In addition to that, the best storytellers who can convince people in mass to take action on something are the ones that start to either advance, you know, an empire, advance a new technology, advance a new industry. The best storytellers do that. It's not this idea that, you know, the populace just sits back and go, yeah, we collectively decided that this right here was a really good product. Well, somebody else decided it was a really good product. And then they told an amazing story and they put you in the story. Mm. And now you see yourself in that story holding an iPhone. And now you have an iPhone. And now you have advancement of a story. You play a part. So all of us in that sense maybe are, you know, would be considered NPCs. Yeah. At the same time, there's a whole industry around perception management. They wouldn't maybe call themselves that. But I mean, we saw it again. I'm not trying to go down the COVID rant, but COVID was such a obvious, I mean, it was comical how bad it was, but it was just, it was the narrative wars. You know, we saw these long before COVID, by the way. I mean, political narratives that were just so incredibly ridiculous, like two completely different worlds. And then COVID happens and it's just, you either fall in line with this narrative or you're a conspiracy theorist yeah. or you're a racist. Yeah. You don't believe what Fauci says. You're a transphobe. Like, what, what does that have to do with COVID, right? You know, yeah. it's like all these things were starting to be lumped up, which is just a really sloppy way of doing it. Yeah. So it just became comical. But at the end of the day, this is why it's so important in my mind to be a good storyteller and not so that you can pull the wool over everybody's eyes, but so that you can identify what stories are, what incentives are, what narratives are being told you know, what narratives are being spun because everything has an agenda. And I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying that we need to be more aware of it. Yeah. Because I can read a story, listen to something, watch something. A lot of the people I like, I'll listen to them. And I'm like, for instance, I was listening to Joe Rogan the other day and he brought up uh, disease X. This is the thing of the World Economic Forum that they're talking about. Have you heard about this? No. Essentially, it's this, oh, look. And then you've got all these other journalists. Look, disease X, see, this is what it was like with COVID and everything else. Look, what I can tell you is this whole preparation around disease X and everything that they're talking about, almost certainly this came out of my field. This was a scenario development plan. It's running long-term scenarios and situations like that and it's simulations of how we're going to prepare for it. That's what creates these things. And the World Economic Forum does a lot of that or stuff that's adjacent to that. What if this were to happen? Now, pandemic is one of the things that's fairly predictable. So if a disease X, they're calling it disease X, yeah. which is a great way of saying some unknown disease that has devastating effects at the scale 200 times that of COVID and whatever else it might be. It's a generic catch-all so that we can talk about, you know, being proactive and preparing for something like this and what a global response might require. That then gives birth to a shitload of conspiracy theories, a ton of them. But all that is is a scenario development plan. We create those with clients all the time. So it's not a specific disease, though. No, it's not. It's something that 
it's a fictitious disease. It's this thing that we know will one day come because it's a right. pandemic and we're calling it disease X. Now right. the next pandemic may not be this ultra devastating virus or bacteria or Jeez. whatever it might be. Yeah. But man, this is, you know, everybody's up like, see, they're getting ready to do it again. You know, Alex yeah. Jones, oh, I told you, this is what's happening. Jeez. My impression. Yeah. But that's just a scenario plan. That's what that is. They're not telling you, hey, this is a scenario plan. Yeah. It's like the scenarios you did with water, you know, the ones we did with PMI. Look at the National Institutes of Health.gov domain. Yeah. Disease acts a hidden but inevitable creeping danger. That's what it is. That's Holy shit. Said. They wrote the headline. That's like a, yeah. pick a random media company headline. Well, that's sure. like a tabloid. Yeah. But again, that's coming out of a scenario. That's coming out of strategic foresight. That's yeah. what foresight is. Supposed We're to going tough. to imagine a future five, 10, 15 years down the road. Timeline, we don't know exactly when. But what we're doing is we're using this as a simulation to make sure that we are prepared in the event something like that happens. Yeah. When yeah. will the next pandemic be? They got five to 10 years. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And maybe even sooner than that, right? With the way gambling's going on, I wonder if you can bet on when's the next pandemic. I would bet that there are options you can purchase or bet against. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Jeez. And they're probably, you know, insiders in the pharmaceutical or bioengineering, you know. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's and these depressing. are the things that are important to, to yeah. be up and up on. Yeah. You know, all the narratives and all the, you know, everybody getting worked up about all kinds of shit. Like my whole going hard at Neil deGrasse Tyson. Again, that was more just fun. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. At first, it wasn't that much fun. I was a little concerned. Well, dude, I've been. Joey was already depressed. Joey, Joey's already Joey depressed. I needed to wake him up. the pause button. Yeah. I think we should hit the pause button. Yeah. We should get a sip of water and come back. Do this again. Well, you know, it's funny you should mention that because this episode sponsored by Kirkland Sparkling Lemon-Flavored Water. They're very specific about that. I did think that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. It just sparkles when you drink it. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. yeah. And it's lemony. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I would like to say that it's uh, all natural. Yeah. They put real bits of lemon in here. <laughs> Let's see here. What else? No, no, it's lemon-essenced. So I don't think that's real bits of lemon. <laughs> yeah. It's lemon-essence. This has real essence of lemon. And let yeah. me tell you why the essence of lemon is so important to your daily nutritional needs. Let me tell you right now. With Kirkland sparkling water with lemon essence, this is what helps to balance out your pH, ensure that your electrolytes are actually being absorbed throughout your body in the way that, especially as you're aging, like you, Eric, as <laughs> Eric is aging, he needs more essence of lemon. And I'll tell you, the best place to get essence of lemon, Kirkland sparkling water. You can get it at Costco with Costco membership. If you enter in the promo code down below, when you go to Costco and you want to sign up for a membership, enter in the promo code essence of lemon or no Costco.com slash membership slash essence of lemon on saviors of the metaverse. <laughs> you will get a 15% discount on your membership. Fake news. <laughs> I feel really hydrated right now. That's good. Yeah, I'm just practicing for one day when we actually get sponsors. That'd be so good. Thank you. It's a happy day. It's a happy day right now. It is. And I would like to say that this show is also sponsored by Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson of Tyson Chickens. That's why he started a chicken. No, it's the wrong one. God. I don't know who he is. Yeah. I don't care. This is libel or slander right now. Either a little bit of both. It's just a story. I know. It's fiction. It's public information. You can say what the fuck you want. You know, I'm sure I'd probably enjoy hanging out with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. But then when he goes up and he puts on the Neil deGrasse Tyson face, 
in front of a camera, mm. then it's be like, come on, man, I don't like this only. character. Yeah. I don't like this character. Yeah. Oh, he's got a good face for TV, though. Yeah. You know, it's good. just recognizable. Mm. Let's be honest, they do wonders for our brand. Yeah. Let's have him on. Yeah. Go ahead and cut that clip out where I went hard just to get in a reaction out of you. Mm-mm. It's got to stay in there. All right. Okay, good. Yeah, What's buddy. next? I don't know. Hold on. Oh, you about to end the I'm show? I'm going to end the show. You didn't. You're just going to keep going. I'm so used to long form. The short form is ridiculous. It's really good. So good. Take a break. Be right back.